0: When you climb a mountain and you get to the top, you're only halfway there. You have to have enough energy to get all the way back home to be safe for your family and yourself. And so when we're building businesses and we're taking on these pursuits, like check in. Do you have enough resources or enough energy or enough things to get you all the way back home on this pursuit?
1: One, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker, Cherie Prince, asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries, we talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined today by Jen Drummond. Jen is a motivational keynote speaker, world record holder, author, and also a podcast host. Jen, thanks for joining us.
0: Oh, I'm so excited to be here today. Thank you.
2: And listen, anytime I have another podcast host on here, let's start by just telling people about your show and what they can expect when they go visit you.
0: Yeah, no. So my show is called Seek Your Summit, and I share stories from authors, entrepreneurs, artists, business owners about going from a life of success into a life of significance. So how we turn those successes into something more.
2: That is the perfect bridge to tell us how you became a world record holder, because I just think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, crazy story, right? I was in a car accident in 2018. That accident should have taken my life, and it didn't. I say instead, it woke me up to living. I all of a sudden was so grateful that I was here, and 2019 became a year of the bucket list who am I? Why am I here? Why was I saved? What do I want to do with my life? What happens if this is my last decade or year or month or week of life? What do I want it to look like? And when I started dreaming and just getting creative, I like was looking at the list. And in 2020, I was turning 40. And I realized, okay, what on my list do I want to do for my 40th birthday? And climb a mountain stood out because I'm like, oh, it's only going to get harder when I get older. And what a great way to launch this next decade. And so I decided to climb a mountain. Friends advised me to climb a mountain named Ama de Blom. I'd never heard of it. And then I realized that it is the Paramount Pictures logo. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Every time I go to a movie, I'll be able to see that mountain and say, I climbed that. So that made sense. If you guys remember back to 2020, COVID entered the scene early into the year. So I wasn't traveling anywhere to climb any mountain. And instead, I was a homeschool teacher to my seven children because school shut down. And one day, one of my guys was struggling with his math homework. And I'm like, listen, buddy, we do hard things. You've got this. And he looks up at me and he goes, if we do hard things, why are you climbing a mountain called I'm a Dumb Blonde? instead of a real mountain like Mount Everest? Honey, it's Ama Dablam. not I'm a dumb blonde, but thank you. And we'll look at Everest when you're done with your homework. So he finished his homework. We looked at Everest, he went to bed and I was still thinking about Everest. I thought, why not? Maybe I should climb Everest and show him that whatever our Everest is, we're capable of summiting. So I call up a coach, a coach is, yes, I can get you ready, buy this book about becoming an uphill athlete. I buy the book, I start reading it. In the front, there's a foreword of a lady who got a Guinness World Record for doing something in the Alps. When I was talking to my coach, I was like half joking, saying, I could have done that, like I can suffer. And if I got a Guinness World Record, my kids would think I'm cool. Homeschooling me, not a cool version at all, it's not helping. And my coach laughed it off. He said, I'll think of something. And then a few weeks later, he calls me back. He says, Jen, I have the perfect world record for you. I think you should be the first female to climb the seven second summits. I had no idea what these were. It sounded like a tongue twister to me. He said, i oh, listen. He goes, it's the second highest point on each of the seven continents. They're actually harder than the first seven. It's only been done by one male. So you'd be the first woman in the world. And he goes, I think about it. Seven continents, seven mountains, and you have seven children. It sounds like a jackpot. It It did jackpot, right? So I'm like, okay, let's try this. Why not? Let's see what happens. And the journey began.
2: I love that. That's how you became a mountaineer. But were you athletically inclined before then? Because just waking up when I turned 40, I did not think about climbing a mountain.
0: Yeah, so I do have an athletic background. I grew up playing sports. I played yeah, soccer in college for a bit. And then got into triathlons for a little bit, but I wasn't crazy. I wasn't into mountaineering by any means. I hadn't slept in a tent before when I said yes to this whole thing. So there was a lot of new, but I did have the like athletic background to help.
2: So, which mountain was your favorite?
0: Ooh. It's like asking what kid is your favorite, right? (laughs) I would say there's different things about each one of them that made each experience special. And it's funny because it's not just the mountain, it's the team that you're climbing with, the culture that you're invited into, you get to experience. So there's so much of it. But I would say Antarctica, the mountain there is named Mount Tyree, and that's a pretty special mountain. I'm the second female to ever summit, first American. It had only been summited by about 15 people before our team went, so there just wasn't a lot of information on the mountain or anything like that. And that whole experience, my team was amazing. The weather participated, so that was helpful, which just really memorable.
2: Now, in the midst of doing all these great things and hanging out with seven of your favorite little people, you have written a book. The Seven Strategies to Build Resilience and Achieve Your Life Goals. Tell us about it.
0: Yeah. So I'm halfway through this climbing pursuit and I went out to lunch with a friend and we were talking about all the expedition and the story and different pieces of it. And my friend was like, you need to write a book. Like I love these stories and I don't even like mountaineering. Like these are fascinating stories. And so I'm like, okay, I have a lot of time at base camp or whatever, and I have been collecting lessons along the way. And I've built a business and I was shocked at how many principles apply to the mountains that apply to business in your everyday life. And so I wrote a book called Breakproof: seven strategies to build resilience and achieve your life goals. And the idea is, is I take the reader to each expedition or each mountain. And we go through an experience on that particular climb. And then I extract lessons that the reader can apply to their own lives because we're all kind of climbing mountains. I climbed physical ones, but anything in front of us is somewhat of a metaphorical mountain and the principles apply.
2: Jen, that is so good. Now, were you already doing motivational speaking prior to climb the mountains, or is this something that you started to do afterwards, just as a result of your experience?
0: I would say it definitely picked up as a result of my experience. My first career in life, pre-car accident, I own an investment firm that white labels products for people to purchase. And when I was in that industry, it was rare to be a female. So I did do some speaking engagements just for being a female in that industry. And then when I had kids, I stepped out of it. When I got into the mountaineering stuff and had new stories and things to share, I started going on stage again. And I just love being on stage. I love the energy exchange, meeting people, sharing the story and having those aha moments click.
2: Now, people do have an opportunity to work with you. So how do you actually help people climb their own mountains?
0: I do. I do. I I love working with people on an individual basis, and just helping them through things that they're getting stuck or looking at different perspectives. I also take people outdoors, if they want to go on some hikes or different experiences, we'll go do that together and have those conversations during that time.
2: And just going back to the book for a moment, what are some of the strategies that if you don't mind sharing, we don't want you to give it all away because we definitely want them to go grab the book. But what are some of the strategies in the book that you don't mind sharing?
0: Yeah, I think one of the big lessons I learned from this pursuit is big mountains take big teams. And I think a lot of us set these big goals for ourselves and don't realize that for us to reach those goals... We have to have a strong support system and a team to help us make it to the summit. And a sign that sometimes we're taking on too much is that we're tired or we're not excited about the goal anymore or we start negotiating with ourselves and say, oh, I didn't really mean that. Like, I'm okay if we do a little bit less. And all I'm challenging the listeners today is to say, "Okay, if you set this big goal and you're starting to feel these things and want to renegotiate that goal, just stop for a second. And ask yourself if you're taking on too much or you're trying to bite off too much at one time, or is there anybody in your realm that can help make this climb easier for you so that you can make it to the top?
2: So planning your flag. Yes. That phrase, oh my gosh, tell us about that because I know that as part of the outreach that you do, when you do your motivational speaking, you talk about planning your flag. What do you mean when you say that?
0: Like it's fun to wave our flag at the top of the mountain. That's normally what photos you see circling the Internet. It's like, hey, I made it. Here's my flag. Here's proof, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is we need to be willing to wave our flag on our entire pursuit. Like when we haven't left base camp yet, when we hit a point of failure on the mountain and need to turn around and head home without the summit. Those are those vulnerable moments that are not necessarily fun to wave the flag. But when we wave the flag, we're letting the world know, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Here's where I need help. And here's how I can help. And I'll give you an example that played in my own life. I didn't have social media before I got into this pursuit. A friend of mine convinced me to get into social media so that she could follow along. She's, listen, the closest I'm going to get to some of these environments is through you. So like share so that I can have that experience. I'm And I'm like, and I definitely didn't want to say like, I'm taking on this pursuit because what happens if I didn't make it? Like I didn't, I'm like, I'll talk about it when it's done. We don't need to talk about it in the making. She's like, oh no, that's not fair. You need to show the whole thing because that gives the full story. I'm like, okay, fine. So I do, I say I'm pursuing this thing. I, Mount Kenya is one of the seven second summits. And I was actually saving that climb for the end because it's more difficult. It's a technical rock climb and I'm not a rock climber. So I was going to give myself more time to develop those skills. A charity somehow came across my page and they reached out to me and they said, Hey, are you going to Kenya anytime soon? We see that's one of your climbs. I'm like, Oh, I'm thinking I have it on my list. I just haven't booked it yet. We are actually raised enough money to provide an ambulance for a charity over there, but we really don't have enough money to send somebody from our charity to, to be the face of this transaction if you're going would you be willing to partner with us and help us with this pursuit i'm like yeah are you kidding me for sure and so then they helped me find a climbing company because they had contacts in kenya i got to represent the charity and help them deliver this ambulance to people in need and they only knew about that because i was willing to say here's what i'm trying to do and all of a sudden, like the universe aligned us and we were able to help each other. And that's the beauty of having the courage of waving our flag on our pursuits.
2: I love that. The title of the book, how did you come up with the title Break Proof?
0: Yeah, it was back and forth a lot. We had a few different titles running. And in fact, the publisher wanted me to use the word quit proof. I'm like, I oh, go, but quit has such like a negative connotation. And I go, I feel like break is more positive, like you have breakthroughs, or you break down, but then you recover. And so we decided that the book would be named break proof. And the reason why is because in the break, which we're going to break no matter what we're doing, there's the proof of what's working, what's not working, it gives us a chance to say, Hey, is this even the mountain I want to climb? Or now I know more. So what can I do in my life to be able to get us further up this summit. And so Now, instead of having that break be negative, we just understand like it's going to happen. What happens in that break is the proof of what we need to continue forward and live our best life.
2: That is so good. Right now, the book is available for pre-order. Where can we find it at to pre-order the book?
0: Yeah. So go to Amazon.com. And if you type in Jen Drummond, so J-E-N-N and then D-R-U-M-O-N-D. You'll find it. It's called Breakproof. Pre order it. If you pre order and let us know, you get all kinds of fun bonuses. We'll send you a chapter ahead of time and some different things that are fun.
2: Now, Jen, if you had to share one piece of advice with an entrepreneur on how to play big faster, what would it be?
0: It's going to sound contrary to belief, but slow down and give yourself a pause and just allow yourself to take inventory of what's working, how's everything going, and really operate from center. I think for us to play bigger and faster and go farther, we can't be stretched out on a limb because then we're too vulnerable or if something goes wrong, it has too big of an impact. When you climb a mountain and you get to the top, you're only halfway there. You have to have enough energy to get all the way back home to be safe for your family and yourself. And so when we're building businesses and we're taking on these pursuits, like check in, do you have enough resources or enough energy or enough things to get you all the way back home on this pursuit? Because that's what's gonna give you the staying power to continue to grow and get bigger, faster and farther.
2: That is so good. I was interviewing someone a couple of weeks ago and he asked me, he said, what is your goal when actually climbing a mountain? And I said, getting to the top. He was like, no, it's getting back home because you can reach the top, but you need to get back down the mountain. So definitely that is so good. Thank you, Jen, so much for being with us. How can we reach you?
0: Yeah. So everybody who's listening today, if you text the word Everest to the number 33777 I'm going to send you a little mini video for your phone that shows the Milky Way going over Everest Base Camp. And it's the coolest image. And I share it with people because it reminds us how insignificant yet significant we are. And it just helps you keep grounded. So that's one way to connect. You can check my website out at jendrummond.com. I have my social media handles there. So please say hi. Let me know what you're up to so I can cheer you on in your pursuits
2: awesome and guys don't forget to go get the book and until next time play big faster
1: thanks for listening to this episode of the play big faster podcast Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Sheree on IG at Sheree Speaks. And remember to play
2: big faster.